There is a thin divide between what is perceived as spiritual and what is perceived as paranormal, for they are forever intertwined throughout time. Traveling within the history of the world, we can find examples of spirituality that involves everything from magic, spirits, gods and goddesses, seers, or people said to be able to talk to the dead, to the great beyond. We all have our belief systems, we all have our own truths, so let us possibly bend those truths a bit with some insights and perspectives that may be different than yours or even give validation for what you see as true. Come sit with myself and the best of the best in the research, teaching, discovery, and practitioners of the day. My name is Bear Medicine Walker and I welcome you to Spiritually Paranormal. Hey, welcome all and uh, to the next episode here of Spiritually Paranormal. And today I have um, one of my most favorite people in the world joining me. And uh, that's Miss Carrie Greenaway uh, from Paris Search Radio. But today we're going to do a little bit different and we're going to talk about her company, Spirit and Soul Island Crystals. So, welcome, Miss Carrie. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. And you are. You're one of my most favoriteest people. Oh, you thank like you. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> mutual. It's mutual. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit beforehand here, and... Um, about crystals and um, rocks and gems and stuff, and we're going to get into that. But um, I'd like you to tell, because a lot of people don't know this about you, that you have this uh, amazing company um, that you're, you work with, and kind of tell them a little bit about it and how you got into it, if you could, Miss Carrie. Okay. Well, how I got into it, um, I've always been into rocks and crystals and, um, you know, throughout my childhood, as well as having a huge interest in like the supernatural side of things so it kind of um has always been with me and it was just the same as most people really i'd go to like a mind body and soul event and pick up a couple of crystals or i'd go to like a tourist attraction and they've always got something in the in the shop so i ended up with a quite a little collection of the like the normal ones tumble stones and stuff and then i hit a point in my life and i'd been reading tarot and involved in that side of things for a long time by that stage but I needed a new direction. I was completely bored. I had about three other jobs, normal day jobs, that I was working. And it still wasn't bringing enough um, money into the house. And I said to myself, I don't, I've never had a problem with working. But this time, if I'm going to take a job, it's got to be something that is soul-fulfilling rather than working another little job to fit in around all the other jobs I had. It had to be soul-fulfilling for me. Um, and it had to bring something more challenging to the table. And um, I, somebody had actually done me a tarot reading and said, oh, the, the, the way forward is going to actually come through a young boy. Well, you know, I have two young sons. Or oh, at the time, they were young. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking, yeah, right, okay, whatever. Right. Anyway, fast forward, fast forward a few years. We hit this point of boredom in my life. And... Um, We've been to the Natural History Museum for a day out in London and um, my son was a notoriously bad sleeper and uh, he just wasn't settling this particular night and uh, so he was downstairs with me on the sofa and there was like literally nothing suitable watching on the TV. Mm-hmm. Every channel was like, nope, can't watch that, nope, can't watch this. You know what I mean? It was one of those, so I said, right, okay, we'll get on the computer and we'll have a look at some more rocks and crystals and have a look at what we saw today, you know, try and engage him a little bit, which is what we were doing. Anyway, I put a search in the old Google, and the first thing that came up was a wholesaler for crystals and minerals. <laughs> and literally, he just turned around really innocently, and he went, why don't you have a look, Mum? And I was like, no, no point. And he was like, just look. I was like, okay, I'll, let's, let's have a look. So we went onto this site and we were poodling around and I'm like, you know, as you do, you're having a little look and thinking, God, that's like amazing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't know that this was a thing. 
you know, not really. I'd never really thought of it in those terms before. <laughs> and um, Wholesalers but, in racks and gems, for those of us that use them, can be a dangerous adventure. Very dangerous. <laughs> 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 Incredibly dangerous. And I'd like to spend about a million pounds just looking through this wholesaler site. Yeah. And um, the minimum order that you had to put in wasn't horrendous. It, it was like, is that all? And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. But I am like skin, right? Like yeah. no money. So I haven't got the minimum order. <clears throat> but food for thought. Anyway, the next day, my friend had um, been out shopping, funny enough, to a, you know, a metaphysical shop. She'd wanted some angel cards. So anyway, she'd gone to the angel card shop. And uh, she got herself some angel cards. And she got a pen to them. And she got a couple of rocks, you know, as you do, because you can't help mm-hmm. yourself, right? And um, we're sitting around hers and we're having a glass of wine and we're playing with her angel cards. And she was like, oh, let's have a play. And you know, like when you first get a deck, a brand spanking new deck, you, you're just playing around with them. Your cards are not seasoned and you just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't even do spreads. You're just throwing cards yeah. out and seeing what they're like. Anyway, she, uh, she goes, just do a three card spread for yourself. So I was, okay, having done tarot, I know what kind of what I'm doing here. So uh, I get my three cards in front of me. I turn the first one over. And the first one was crystals. And I was like, okay. Second card was way forward. And then the third card was go for it. And I'm like, I hadn't even told her about what had happened the night before with my son. You know what I mean? And I'm like looking at these cards going, well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is kind of scenario. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. So, uh, um, so I, we laugh, I, I then tell her the story and I'm laughing and um, she goes so basically all you've got to do is get together the, the minimum order charge just to get you off the ground and I was like yeah and um, so anyway she, we was nattering about that and uh, I came home thinking and again the clocks are now starting to tick and then <laughs> the next day it, it really was like three days in a row as I say it, it couldn't have been more perfectly aligned in the universal way as it were and um, I get a check through the post and it's from an electricity company and at the time there had been a big court case that had gone on um, in the UK um, where somebody had taken one of the electricity companies to court and for overcharging and they were sending checks out to everybody because of what had come off the back of this court case. It was one of those <laughs> scenarios. And it was for the exact amount for a minimum order at this wholesaler's. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, when spirit lines stuff up with what you put out there that you want or you need, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's stuff that we don't even realize <laughs> we're mm-hmm. directing to, you know, there's no answers to that other than it was directly from spirit or directly divine intervention or however you want to put it so that's awesome it was crazy that started your your journey and that started it and I'm like you know like you've got this set amount of money and you've got all these things in the wholesalers and you've got like this small amount of money and I'm thinking what do I buy and I kind of like when I look at my first order that I put in it was so it was a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of the other. It really wasn't, like, precisioned at all. There was no, like, game plan. I hadn't gone in with a game plan. and um, But it was it started me off. And off the back of that, it's grown and grown and grown to what it is now. And it's led me down a whole new way of working. And so I'd always worked with tarot. But mm-hmm. this, um, this way of working with crystals really took off. And I was always interested in the geology side of it. And then, of course, when I started getting them and realising the impact um, having this amount of crystals around in my home was having. And then you start researching various crystals and, you know, you start looking at things and then things happen. And then it's just been a a completely crazy ride with these crystals. And I did enter the field incredibly naively. I knew a lot of spiritual stuff, don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. in regards to the crystals and minerals, it really did open my eyes. But I made some... um, I've made bad decisions. I've made great decisions, you know, um, throughout my time running the business. And um, it's now taking out, my pathway has led off into lots of different areas, including paranormal radio and and the paranormal with my crystals. And I do work very differently. I mean, we spoke before, didn't we, about, Mm -hmm. um, because you were shocked that I don't do physical healing 
with crystals. Yeah. I do for myself. I do for mm-hmm. me. And I do know a bit. I'm not sitting here completely naive. I would have been an idiot to have not known about that side of it. But I've chosen to not do that for other people, where a lot of people go into crystal healing side of things. Whereas I still go into crystal healing, but I do it on a completely different level. I won't do a lay on of, for people. And that's not something I say is part of my skill set. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I, I, you know, and I respect that. And uh, we'll talk about what you do do with them. Um, but as far as the physical end of it, I, I don't, I don't myself like take stones and, crystals and stuff and work with a patient and lay them on them and take them back home. But I do make suggestions as to what they can use. And um, I will bless stones and crystals for them mm-hmm. uh, when they come to my home so that they can take them. And when I had my studio in town, you know, I had uh, patients that would come in. And when I worked down at the hospital downstate for so many years, I would pick up uh, stones and crystals for patients that would work what I was guided to get them and would work well with what they had going on as far as ailments. Mm. Um, one of the stones that I used to, and I, I'm sure you're familiar with it, is green amethyst. Yeah. And uh, green, a- green amethyst crystals, I have worked with various uh, cancer patients over the years, and I had was lucky, very, very lucky, to get my hands on some from Peru, mm-hmm. and they were points, clear crystal green amethyst points. Beautiful. And I had about 24 of them, and I didn't let people know. And when I was guided or told by spirit that, a patient that maybe would come into my studio or when I was working downstate, I had a patient here or there that would need it and call for it. And they would tell me, you know, and I would take him uh, to these particular patients. And I know when I got into my studio, I had four women that had breast cancer that were cured mm-hmm. um, through, and they, two of them were fourth stage breast cancer um, and I gave them these green amethyst, and I'm not saying they were cured because of the green amethyst, but I believe that that was a holistic part of their treatment. So in other words, it was like the medical end of things, the holistic end of things, faith, prayer, diet, mm-hmm. you know, all of it combined that assisted it. So mm-hmm. crystals and stones and gems can do all kinds of healings. Oh yeah. And I know you're you're specifically involved with a couple, so I'm going to let give you that kind of entrance to tell everybody what you do with them. Well, there are four main areas that come under one banner. So to, to be a fulfilled self, you have four main or it breaks down to four areas, doesn't it? Emotional, yep. spiritual, mental, and physical. Mm-hmm. Now, just because I don't go into the physical healing side of it with crystals and minerals, so I do have some knowledge on it, but that's not my authority, I look at it from a mental, emotional and spiritual perspective. I, I focus more on the other three. Um, that's where I come into it. And I like to look into things like manifestation techniques that you can use with crystals. So the whole field of crystals is absolutely enormous, as you know yourself, Bear. It mm. is absolutely enormous. But I, I chose to focus on those um, areas rather than the, a physical healing scenario. So I wasn't interested in any form of healing. I mean, I've been told when I was um, first looking into um, developing my intuition skills that um, I could have been a hands-on healer, you know, like um, doing healing. And I was like, never had any interest in it. And all the healers I'd seen had seemed to be healed themselves. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I, don't mm-hmm. really, I don't really want to be here. So it was a conscious decision to actually not focus on the physical healing. And the more I looked at it, the more I started to see that the emotional and mental imbalances were causing physical ailments. Not all. I'm not sitting here saying it's the same for everything. But that there were other issues that were causing physical manifestations that was being overlooked that wasn't mm-hmm. being, um, root causes weren't being dealt with um, in regards to, you know, depression, anxiety. You know, they can 
cause you to have physical symptoms. You oh, know, absolutely. And, and but you have to deal with the root cause of that. And crystals and minerals can help you with that too. So that was that was really where I started to hone my focus. Um, was when I was started to see the four breakdowns to make a whole self. So there's plenty of physical healers out there, and it's not something I'm interested in. Um, in the same way, there's plenty of platform mediums out there that wasn't something again I wasn't interested in doing so when I was talking to my spirit team that's sort of like what I said to them I'm not going to get up on platform and I'm not going to do physical healing and and they were like okay let you know we'll allow you to do what you want to do but you're going to do it you know you're, <laughs> you're going to do it but you're just doing it in a slightly different way to yeah. to actually expecting you to get up on platform or you're going to get um, you know, people laying on your couch and you doing your energy work that way. So, um, but it is a four-way focus. There is a four areas you have to take care of to make the self whole, um, regardless of what condition, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever area it is, you still have to look at those four areas. But for my focus with my clients and um, customers, it will all, I will always hit it from the... Uh, the mental and the spiritual and the emotional side of things rather than the physical. I'm not really that interested in a physical situation, really, in regards to healing with crystals. But well, I, you're, you're, what you're saying, too, is, is, I mean, I'm right next to you because I don't need to do hands-on uh, with people. It's a lot. Um, and you do have to learn how to balance and cleanse Yes. Um, from patient to patient, client to client, mm -hmm. um, your space, your mm -hmm. home, and mm -hmm. yourself, your yeah. very soul, to get rid of any, I call it uck, U-C-K, uck, mm -hmm. that they can bring in with them because it, that's why they're coming to you in the first place. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Absolutely. And we talk in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, and crystals will have that. They will have it automatically, naturally. And you can ask them to help you in a specific way if you get the right crystal that's got the right energy, frequency, and vibration, and it will do its job for you. They're sentient beings. That, this is my belief, obviously. Oh, no. Agree. You know, I agree 100%. You know, they're sentient. They, you, when you meditate with a crystal, now you can meditate with one or 20 or whatever, you know, you can do what you want. But when I've had a brand spanking new crystal that I've been drawn to, and then I do a meditation with it, some of the meditations I've had with those crystals are so profound that it is beyond just my normal meditation without a crystal. You know what I mean? Some of the information that I've received from that crystal, and it is a tuning into that crystal and doing a meditation with that crystal, it's some of them have been, um, as I say, incredible. And I, I, I can't explain that. I mean, a psychologist would have a field day, probably. But <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> but my therapist is all in my crystal room. You know what? Yeah. If I'm having a, a lack of faith in what I do or whatever, I spend time in my crystal room. It, it boosts me up incredibly. If I'm having problems emotionally myself, then I'm, I'm, I turn to my crystals. I work with manifestation techniques. Some of the things that have been manifested are absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting here saying I'm rich and I'm sitting here on a beautiful, you know, Caribbean boat with a cocktail waiter serving me waiters. I'm not. I, I'm a normal person living a normal life. But some of the situations I've been in when I've worked a crystal grid or something like that and the change that has happened... It has been incredible. And that is something that is a positive influence in your life. They're not going to solve all your problems, but they will help you align your energy vibration alongside theirs to help you achieve what you want to achieve. And that's an incredible feat for a tiny stone, right? Well, absolutely. But it, one of the things that I always tell people, and, and I kind of laughed, and I not laughed at them as well, kind of, but kind of each crystal has a different kind of energy mm -hmm. and some of them well no all crystals and gems amplify 
Mm-hmm. And that's what they're there for. Crystals are used in computers. They're used in cell phones. And pe- I don't think not everybody realizes, that not all people do, mm-hmm. that crystals are all around us in technology. So, And they've been around like since the beginning of the dawn of time. Yeah. And so they're, they hold all this energy and they hold all this knowledge and um, they've been used as tools like amethyst has been used for, you know, eons with different cultures for different treatments like headaches or psychic ability or what have you. Citrine is, uh, you know, repels negativity and that's actually scientifically proven. So I always find it humorous when somebody says, oh, well, you know, I went to the store, like you were saying, and I picked up, you know, all these gems and these crystals and blah, 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 blah. And then later, maybe a week or so, they're calling me and they're like, oh, my gosh, my dreams have been so wild. What's going on? The energy out there. And I'm like, didn't you just go to, like, the crystal (laughs) store? Where do you have your crystals? Well, I have them sitting up above my head, you know, my headboard of my bed, or I have them on my nightstand, or, you know, I have them in a pouch and they're sitting above, you know, on my windowsill. Okay, well, hello, McFly, you know, this is where <laughs> all this stuff is coming in from. So the the information, like you said, that comes from them that can assist us is vast. Mm. It's just vast. Another question I have for you, and this is something I was taught uh, a long time ago. Can you, or maybe you don't believe this, uh, there's male and female energy with crystals and gems. Yes, totally. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, because, right, so, first of all... (laughs) I'm putting you on on the... spotlight girl no no that's absolutely fine you carry on okay so first of all uh, you spoke about crystals having an energy signature they all have their very own energy signature you could walk into a room full of amethyst and one piece in the whole room will be the one that calls to you because that energy signature is is linking in with your own personal energy signature so every single crystal or mineral will have its own personal energy signature just like people okay so they're all very, very unique, just like people. So again, with it, even within one type of crystal, they will have a specific energy signature for themselves. Within that energy signature, some will feel very masculine. Now, it is very stereotypical. There is crosses over. But some will have a more masculine energy and bring out those kind of qualities within you that you need. And some will have a more feminine energy. Um, And so you you could have two pieces of amethyst and one will feel very masculine, one will feel very feminine. Within that, you've also got elemental energy as well that links in. So you could have a masculine energy signature. See, it gets quite complicated, Mm there. You could have a masculine energy signature in a crystal, but has got a very emotional flow to it, like water. Mm -hmm. But then you could have a very feminine feeling um, crystal that then has uh, also has an energy signature of something like air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean as well, or mm-hmm. maybe maybe earth, something a bit you know deeper. Um, so when you're choosing your crystal, there's two schools of thought. First of all, you could go into a crystal store, and the first people go, "I got drawn to it. I don't know why, but I got drawn to it." And out of all the 20 million tumble stones or clusters or whatever it was, I had to have that one piece. Right? Mm-hmm. So that piece is actually linking into something within you. There's another school of thought that you should go for the one that actually repels you because that's the one that's going to challenge you and bring up those issues that you need to resolve within yourself. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. So sick. So, so sick. Um, when I've picked them up and automatically your your natural reaction as a person is oh I don't like the feel of that and put it back well I kind of put it like this when people like they'll even get like you were saying you know how people will get like the tumbled stones like carnelian they'll get like you know 
10 or 12 pieces of carnelian that are tumbled or what have you. I prefer myself the raw stones, but that's okay. A lot of people prefer the polished. And I'll say, they'll say, well, you know, they're putting them next to each other and sometimes they just don't feel right. And I, I always tell them, well, it's kind of like people. <laughs> yeah. Just because they're the same race or sex doesn't mean that they're going to like the person sitting next to them. Yes. I said it's kind of like the same way with gems and crystals. I said mm-hmm. just because they're similar doesn't mean they need to be sitting next to each other. So you have to rely on that um, kind of that knowing, that intuition when you feel it, like you say, that it draws you in or, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of got to listen to them. And it's oh, really certainly. Not hard. It's not really as hard as some people make it out to be, is it? No, no, it's literally just getting yourself, if you're, this is quite relevant when you, you build a crystal grid, this is a, if one keeps keep thinking it's a new thing, it's not a new thing at all, um, and people go, I don't know how to do it, it's actually one of the simplest concepts out there, it's building a crystal grid, and when you've got a grid in front of you, you know if your grid feels right or not, mm-hmm. and it is exactly what you're saying, and it could just be a question of moving two crystals opposite each other. Mm-hmm. Because that crystal just didn't happen to like that positioning, but it liked that positioning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or for some reason, although you've researched the hell out of what crystals would be right for your intention, and you you set your grid out, and then the one crystal that the book said was perfect for this intention turns out to not be for you, for your energy signature, for your message that you want to send to that universe through that grid. So you have to follow your intuition. It's the only way forward with crystals and minerals because they're talking to you. They're not going, hello, by the way, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like this one next to me, so can I just go over there? But you will feel that within you yourself. You will know that. And people go, how do you know? You have to let it go and just go with the flow and see how it feels for you. And if it feels right, you'll know it feels right. It's exactly the same as if you meet somebody for the first time, you get a vibe out of them, don't you? You either immediately connect with that person or you don't. And sometimes it takes a little work and then you become friends for life. And sometimes you never gel with that person. It's exactly the same in in regards to how you feel when working with crystals and minerals. It's that vibe. It's that un... That je ne sais quoi. You know what I mean? (laughs) Chefs do this when they're cooking. You know, like I just chuck ingredients together and and make a beautiful dish in front of them. That's a skill I've never had, I would just like to say. But get (laughs) get crystals in front of me, I'm I'm, I'm well away. But it's that, I don't know, it's that energy feel. It's that, it's just how it feels. And part of that process is not to overthink it. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that, almost to the point of sometimes the fact that people do, like you said, all this research and say, oh, this is this, and I have to do that, and I'm going to use this crystal and that crystal. Sometimes it's just as good to make a grid out of reaching your hand into a <laughs> the magic bag, I will say, mm-hmm. and pulling out without even looking and allowing them to be set where they're supposed to be set by feeling. Yeah. And I, I think that um, that will, because like you said, they kind of tune into you specifically and your energy and you kind of, it's that yin and yang type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the best thing, I tell you, I do a lot of um, work with, when people are talking to me when I'm out doing my stalls and, and, you know, like just generally talking, everybody has a tumblestone dish where they bought tumblestones, don't know what to do with them, so I've chucked them in a dish, right? <laughs> and the, some of these dishes I've seen have been enormous with mm-hmm. all these crystals in it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what, I bought all of them. I don't know what to do with them. What do I do with them? Well, firstly, keep a candle in there, mm-hmm. Right? Keep a candle in there and light it occasionally. Don't make it drip on your crystals, obviously. But, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first things first. It's a great way of keeping um, the energies pure within that bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First things first. Every day, just have a rummage. Take one crystal. Don't, don't again, you're not looking. You don't overthink it. Do it almost blind, as it were, right? I will guarantee you the crystal you pull out will be relevant to something that happens in that day and help you through that point in that day. Yep. I will guarantee it. And that is not an overthinking process. That's like a lucky dip, 
right? And I do it. I've got bowls like that. I do that on a daily basis, and and it's great. And I feel happy and, and know that whatever crystal I've got, even if it's, I might look at it and go, well, that's an unusual one today, you know? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, wasn't expecting a snowflake, um, a snowflake, bleh, I can't think, <laughs> snowflake obsidian to pop out today. Right, okay. right. Pop it in my pocket, off I go to work or, you know, get on with my day. And then at some point in the day, something will happen and I go, oh, that's why my snowflake obsidian was needed. <laughs> you know. I had a, a crystal. Uh, again, this was when I had my studio. I still have some of it, but it's called zincite. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's from Poland, right? And it's really super tiny normally. Uh, it's not a, It's not like a huge quartz crystal or, you know, and by tiny, I mean normally they're like a dime or smaller, you know, or they sometimes mm. they can even be shards. And I had these, and um, I had a gal uh, that I know, and she just had to have some of this. She was just so drawn to it. Well, it's a stone that I typically keep around me all the time. Um, It's a stone that helps with immune deficiencies. It helps fight infections. It it gives you, um, kind of balances your systems out. It's great Mm -hmm. if you have female uh, issues like you know you have bad periods or you know you're you're going through menopause that type stuff but it's also a stone for the creative you know writers artists uh people that are use the creative side of their brain so it's a it's a crystal that i have around me all the time mm-hmm. but the thing with this particular crystal and again it's called zincite and it's usually like rusty color like a rust color to like a deep red not quite like a garnet but it's kind of like an orangey red and this friend of mine took it and it it gives you a huge punch i mean just because it's tiny Mm. um doesn't mean that it doesn't have this huge punch and it helps to heal uh, trauma and uh, like you're talking mental and, and emotional issues okay mm-hmm. um, so anyhow this one friend of mine she said oh my gosh I got to have a piece of it and I said sure I, I'm pretty sure I have some here and I dug some out for her and I said take the piece you want and she took it and now mind you again it's it's small Mm. Okay, oh, yeah. for the people that are listening it it's really uh, it, it's almost like a chip it's mm-hmm. tiny. So she put it in her little velvet rock bag that she has with her crystals and some of the gems she has. And she took it home and she put it under her pillow at night. Yeah. And she got hold of me, I don't know, the following week. It's, this is, she says, oh, my gosh, I can't sleep. I'm like, up. Oh, I have all this energy. And then when I do sleep, my dreams are severely wild and they're crazy, but I'm getting all these like creative ideas coming in my head. And I don't know where this is all coming from. And I'm like, <laughs> thinking and I'm thinking and I'm like, where, where is your zinc? It's in my pouch. Mm-hmm. And I said, and where's your pouch? She goes, well, I sleep. It's under my pillow. Like it's in my pillowcase, you know, under the bottom part of my pillow. And I'm like, you need to get it out of your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you can sleep. So I know, people, yeah. People just don't like understand sometimes unless they work with them um that these things can help you in so many different ways. Yeah. So I'm just fascinated uh, by what it can do. So what's your favorite crystal? What's your or gemstone? Oh, I like a harlequin. A harlequin quartz. Uh, I'm a sucker for a harlequin i have to say um this is a basic quartz point that has um i I believe it's iron oxide but it comes as like red like or little hematite in it so it's like little red flecks in it um and i love working with harlequins in fact if i'm ever suffering um i will rock out my um, harlequins and they're adorable they're so sweet i'm actually working with two harlequins at the moment with a ruby that somebody gave me a uh, raw ruby um, and she bought this ruby and um, it was just 
like you said, it was sending her crazy when she was meditating with it. It was giving her crazy um, imagery, and she didn't like it, and it wasn't nice. Um, so she come around, and she said, like, I've got this ruby, and I was like, okay, show me. And she's like, beautiful. It's got um, record keepers all over it. it it's beautiful. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, it's quite large as well. It, it's it's like a, I would say it's probably the size of oh, America cent piece. So it's quite large. And um, I'm like, well, yeah, great, lovely. And she goes, well, you take it off me. And I'm like, okay, why? And she's like, I'm getting, and she told me the story and what she was getting and that. And she, goes, and she goes, so, like, look after it for me and tell me what you get from it. So I'm working with that one at the moment with um, my Harlequins and um, releasing it because it had belonged to a person pre-her that hadn't worked in a light way that works in a dark way mm -hmm. which is why she was then getting these images because this crystal is going oh i thought we were doing that no 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 we're now doing this do you know what i mean it hadn't quite got the, the fact that it didn't it wasn't going to be used in that nasty way anymore it was going to it was being bought and allowed to work in the way it naturally wanted to work rather than being um you know forced to work in a way that it probably didn't resonate with so i'm working with that but personally yeah, i love a harlequin um, quartz and um, I've managed to I've got some quite sizable points in that and they're my babies I don't use them for anything else <laughs> other than myself um, yeah I work with those quite a lot uh, but yeah I'll have quite a few depending on uh, it is depending on what you're going through I, I go through phases um, with others but I'll always I'll never lose my harlequins at all and I, I love chlorided quartz as well the green where it's, mm -hmm. where it's got that green tinge. You have to be careful. There's a lot of fake out on the market. Mm -hmm. So go, or, uh, this is one thing I will say. Um, you have to know your seller is a reputable seller and knows what they're selling. The amount of times people have come to me, um, you were talking green amethyst before now. Green amethyst is amazing. However, there is a lot of chevron amethyst that is, is being yes. gone through a heat process yeah. to make it go green. A lot of citrine is heat treat, artificially heat treated to um, turn amethyst basically yellow to make mm -hmm. it citrine and it's sold like that. Having said that, with citrine it's slightly different because with um, what we're doing artificially is enforcing that process to make it to citrine. Um, it does occur naturally, but there's a lot of heat treated stuff out there. It's an enforced process that you're, they force the rock through so it will be a slightly um, I like to call it a brand new baby kind of energy signature rather than it being naturally formed where it's had time to go through that process um, so but with green amethyst um, prayers you like you do have to be really careful with that because real life green amethyst there is nothing like it the heat treated doesn't come close to it well, no, and, and the thing is, this was when I got this, this was back in, like, who I want to say, 98 to 2000. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is what before people were really doing it, and um, it was at a, um, again, it was from a very reputable uh, dealer that I had known for many years, and he yeah. told me, right out that it was extremely rare mm -hmm. and that was basically all he had mm -hmm. and I bought the pieces he had and, and no one else had it I mean it was like you couldn't find it and um, he's since passed because um, it was like years ago but I have the new dealer that I have is a wholesaler dealer that I have they also have told me how rare it is yeah and that you have to be really careful. And every now and then he'll have some, but it's very small samples of what I had got. Because what I had got were actual points that were probably about an inch and a half, which it, for now that's huge for mm -hmm. the stand that's out there now. And now the only thing I've even come across like you said, that you have to be really careful that it wasn't, you know, man-made processed. Like Auric, what is it, Auric, um, oh, Blue Auric, um, you know what I'm talking about, I can't think right now. Blue Auric, it's a Blue Auric crystal, and it's got like gold over it, but it's heat-treated, it's heat-created. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, I don't want that. And so the piece of green amethyst that I have remaining is mine, and it's not going anywhere, and it's beautiful. I would never, I mean, and that's the other thing, now that I think of it, because um, I actually made that into a pendant, you know, like I capped it on one, the flat end, and uh, made it into a pendant that I wear up my energy and that's something that people am i right or wrong that people should kind of be wary of too like you said your friend owned that piece of um Mm -hmm. the ruby the ruby that she gave you and she had been wearing it but somebody had previously owned it so you know it picks up energy and what people don't understand is they store that knowledge and energy yeah they do definitely and Definitely. Jewelry, that can kind of get scary, especially if you can't really trace the history of where it came from because you're finding it in a shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we, you know, basic terms, and this is one of the most, I have to say, this is one of the things I find really, really frustrating. Any book out there will go through and talk to you about cleanse charge. Yeah, cleansing and charging your crystals. Yeah. And the amount of people that don't do that process or don't know the basics on that. Certain crystals will work better with cleansing methods. You have to be careful. Some crystals will erode under certain cleansing methods. But any book has got it in it. Read it. You know, read your books. You know, look it up on the internet. Find out what the best cleansing method, energy cleanse this is. Not just making it shiny again. It's a cleanse. And you will feel it. When you know, when you Making get it first, shiny again, I'm not laughing at you. But. No, but it's true. They go, oh, it's it's like cleansing, so I'm going to make it all shiny and pretty. You know, yeah, obviously, if it's dirty, then you're going to do that as well. But it has an energy. It will hold energy from where it's been and what it's been doing. And if it's been sat in a garage for months or whatever, it's going to be dirty as well. So it's a two-way process, but it's an energy cleanse that you're doing. And it's important to know what method works best for the crystal that you're using. So research that. This information is accessible everywhere. Or ask the seller. Don't be afraid to ask questions from your seller. First of all, it will highlight whether they know what they're talking about. You mentioned earlier on, there's been a huge explosion in crystal sellers over the last 10 years. Yeah, I would say. Well, I'd even, what is this, 2018? I'd even say... I'd even venture to say like 2006, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. I would huge, say since then, yeah. yeah. Huge, huge explosion. And it's been seen as easy money. It's been seen as, as an easy thing to do. Everybody wants crystals and minerals, particularly in the metaphysical market. The new age market has exploded. And with that, as crystals and minerals has come along um, on the back of that. That's great. A lot of fantastically knowledgeable people are out there selling crystals and minerals. I'm not caning everybody, but don't be afraid to ask the questions. A lot of sellers are selling new age crystals that are coming onto the market that are fake. The last one I saw was Fordite. Very pretty. Incredibly pretty. So pretty that even, but I do have a trained eye, so I suppose um, I looked at it and thought straight away I knew it just wasn't real, right? Brightly colored banding, looks awesome. It is, uh, what it is, it's where they do paint uh, paint shopping, layers and layers of paint. That's huh. it. And then they, the, what they they've done is... They heat treat it? They heat treat it? No, it's just layers and layers of paint that end up in these massive blocks and then they carve them and shape them and make them look gorgeous and sell them on the metaphysical market. And it's called Fordite. And the name itself should give you a clue. And this is the other thing, anything with a strawberry or fruity kind of name like cherry quartz or um, yeah, um, those kind of things generally are going to be fake. Opalite, fake. Blue obsidian, fake. Oh, yeah, opalite. That just drives me crazy. Yeah, you are, and you're seeing, you're right, you're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of these type of stones out there and it's because people want color yeah. and I'm like you know you're right you can tell if they're fake or not definitely uh-huh. definitely and I don't understand why people are drawn to the fake when naturally stones and crystals are beautiful 
they're all so varied, you know, like mm-hmm. look at Labradite. Labradite is oh. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you really get a more, and it's always different. No two pieces are ever alike. None. So it's like, how can you, I don't know. It, I just don't understand why people get so enamored of this stuff. No, personally, I don't either. Personally, I don't either. But there are people who love it. You know, I've got a lady healer that comes to me and she buys Opalite. And she can change the color within her hand. Now, that's the energy coming from herself that's actually changing mm-hmm. um, the, the Opalite itself, not the stone actually having any effect. But that's her belief. I'm not going to sit here and say she's wrong. Do you know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. if, that's, if that's what you roll with, then you go for it. I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong. But if you're looking for... Personally, for me, natural earthborn crystals all the way. There's nothing like them. You you will not get. Oh, you work with moldavite, for example. Um, natural moldavite, obviously, because there's a lot of fake moldavite around as well. Again, know your mm-hmm. seller. Know its reputable seller. They'll know where it's come from. They'll know what it means. They'll know where it will work for you. They'll give you the warnings, like you know you said about Zinsight. Um, for that lady, I had the same with the garnet. Um, I told her not to have it in her bedroom at all. And uh, she came to me three days later going, I can't sleep. Then take off your garnet bracelet that you bought. I told you. Garnet's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my stone, so yeah. it sleeps well with me. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you know. In, and sometimes the smallest crystal, this is what I find amazing about crystals and minerals, it can be the tiniest piece. And it is the most powerful piece in the world. I call it the wicked pieces. The souls yeah. are the wickedest, and they are like. And if you're unsuspecting of that, it's it's really mm-hmm. it can really kind of blindside you. The small but mighty. <laughs> My son's going crazy. Okay. Um, the is really small, typically, isn't it? Oh, it can be. You can get larger pieces. I, um, I've only come in, I made a piece of jewelry uh, a couple years back out of a huge, beautiful stone that I had uh, from a reputable dealer uh, mm-hmm. that I had known for years. But most of the pieces I have gotten are, are very small. They're very, most of them are actually very expensive as well. Yes. Yes. It is here. And, and it scares people sometimes, the cost of these, and they go, is that it for that? <laughs> and you're like, well, actually, that's a really good price for that piece. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that's actually an amazing price for what you're getting there. Do you know what I mean? But if you know your crystals and minerals, then you'll know the process. And the other thing I would just like to say on this one, with, with crystals and minerals, this isn't just talking the talk. You can't just pick it up and, yeah, it'll work to a level, but if you really want to get the best out of your crystals and minerals, walk the walk. Do the cleanse charge process. Do the program intention work if you want to go that route with them. You know, talk to them. They will help you. They're not going to answer in English necessarily, but they are going to pick up that energy signature and message that you're sending to them, and they will do it for you. But you have to walk the walk with them. And this is the same. Walk and do research, right? And research it. Yeah, even even now, I still research a lot. What's your favorite? Now, I go for, okay, I am old school. I don't know if you are, but I am old school. I like a book in my hand. I don't trust the Internet for everything, um, depending, again, on the site or where it's coming from or the source. But Mm. I like old school research. And I like having a book in my hand. Now, do you have a favorite book? whether it's online or not, uh, or site that you use? I do. Um, I don't have a favorite. I'll go to a lot of different sites. I do the same as you, really. I have a lot of books. I have a lot of different sites that I go to, um, depending on what I'm researching. Um, but, yeah, I will do a lot before I settle down to um, my knowledge and also go into what I feel. My intuition kicks in then, too. I could read 20 sites that say one thing, and I'm sitting there going, that doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> you know, but this is the other thing. This is the other thing with books on crystals. They're, they're written in two two ways. Some crystal um, writers um, write in their experiences, what they get from a crystal. So they, they're writing from an intuitive perspective. 
um, regarding crystals and meanings and whatnot. And then the other will go the research route and basically regurgitate information that has been written before. So that's why you get differences sometimes in what you read about crystals. Well, my Bible that I've had for a very, very long time, um, I think I got it back in 98 or 99, 19 that is, 1999, um, is called Love is in the Earth, and it's by Melody. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got over like 14,000, 15,000 minerals and crystals listed and illustrated, but it's got... Both the metaphysical meaning behind them, Mm -hmm. it has what chakras and what holistic meaning it is, but it also goes to the jewelers and gets like what it means from a jeweler standpoint and the history Uh of the stone. Mm -hmm. And... um, I actually looked it up the other day because I knew I was going to be getting with you, and I was actually shocked. The book's like almost $300, and it's not in print anymore. And I've got a copy, and I'm very excited. And I <laughs> it was my Bible, and it was a teaching tool for me mm. for many years mm-hmm. to go through it because it gave you such an – it's a Bible. It's mm. like a – it's like a – gemstone mineralogy bible encyclopedia Mm -hmm. whatever however you want to put it but it's so highly respected in the field so you know people do your research you know do your research with this stuff and it can so help you the stones the crystals they can so help you in so many ways Mm -hmm. and uh, like carrie was saying you don't have to do Reiki healing or physical healing with them, but you can pick them up for physical healing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And emotional healing and mental healing and uh, dreaming and meditation and all that good stuff. Mm. Definitely. I'm I'm just a huge, huge lover of working with different stones and people like yourself that actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think. Now, where going, can they find you? Where can they find your store online? At the moment, I'm just um, doing it through Facebook, which is Spirit and Soul Island. I have a page and a group page as well. Um, I'm not overly active at this point in time. My camera broke, which is very annoying. It's cut. I've got a new one coming tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so I've been. Um, I got to a point with my business where it had to evolve. Things weren't resonating as they had done. Things weren't right. I was getting a little bit fed up with all these new sellers that didn't know what they were talking about coming on. So I was like, right, okay, I need to evolve myself to make this more um, resonate better for myself. I didn't want to just come across as just another seller. you know. So I like mm-hmm. to put out lots of relevant information and stuff like that. And time management is a, has been a big factor this year um, to do the writing and work that I want to do. Um, in regards to crystals and minerals, um, that is going to be a, a drive forward. And I also had the call to go back to more tarot reading, which I've I've had to do because they told me I had to. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and you gotta uh, listen to them because if you don't listen to spirit when you're told to do stuff, you're gonna get smacked. So yeah. So you you take a step back, and also um, I found myself not. When I was meeting clients, sometimes not having the time um, that was needed to fully explore their requirements in regards to crystals and minerals. So I started doing um, basically one-on-one workshops with people online where we talk about their what they've got. And that's actually not a focus on a cell. That's more a focus on, okay, so what have you got? What is it you want to know? What knowledge do you want to know that I can tell you about? And that's a service that I offer um, I do charge for my time, obviously, and my knowledge, um, but the information you get out of that is incredible, and I've had some amazing feedback on that. And it makes it very personal, very one-on-one um, for people, because a lot of people buy things and then don't know what to do with them. Where do I oh. put them around my home? You know, oh, this rest- looks so pretty. I want it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, or they've been fed. That. 
Yeah, or they've been fed misinformation. I mean, one lady came to me and um, she was talking about how her house felt empty all the time. And I was like, okay, that doesn't sound right. Your house shouldn't be feeling empty. Um, You know, she was a normal lady, a happy family life. You know, everything was, Mm -hmm. you know, tickety-boo. And she just had had this emptiness going on um, in her house and everything was feeling empty. And that's the only way she could describe it was it's just empty. And then, um, so anyway, I got talking to her and I was like, right, okay, let's have a look at where your crystal placement is in your home. And somebody, a, a seller, I don't, I'm not going to name names or, or anything like that, but somebody had told us to put selenite by her front door. Ah! So she'd bought two beautiful towers, one either side of her front door. And, and I'm like, move them straight away. Just move them. They're great they're great for moving energy around your home, fantastic, but you don't put them by your front door. Selenite shouldn't be anywhere near your front door. It's just going to, it's getting rid of everything. It's going, okay, come out, every, everything get out. <laughs> That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And so she moved them. She moved these uh, beautiful towers and she ended up putting them in her front room and she had this beautiful fireplace and she put them at either end of the fireplace, beautiful. Right, so we did some work on that and whatnot. And then um, within a week, she came back. She goes, I can't believe the feel of my house is so, it's now cosy. She goes, it feels like it's full of love again. And purely and simply because she has selenite by her front door. And it's little things things like that. And, you know, like... um, But that's not a little. That's a big thing. It's massive. But it's purely and simply... You know, I say little things like that. It's things like that that people aren't, um, they're buying tools. Like how many people buy smudge fans, for example, or um, that's another thing I make. I make smudge fans. Incense, loose blend incense. How do I use it? Looks great, smells fantastic. How do I use it? It's, you know, I'm like, okay, so you don't have to use it. And so we'll talk through those processes and give them the energetic understanding behind it as well. It's not just a question of, well, this is how you use it. Why, why, why is that mm-hmm. not working in that way for you? Um, if I've, you know, like I've, done, I've cleansed my house. This is a favorite. Um, I've cleansed my house. I've got my smudge fan. I've got my instance. I'm going around. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do. Okay, so where's your intention? My what? Yeah. Your intention? You can't just walk around and expect that to work. That's well, that's just talking the talk. You've got to walk the walk as well. You have to have that um, your energy within that too. It's not just about the tool. It's about your energy into that too. Swift smudging. I always like the ones too that. Well, I smudge all the time and blah 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 blah. Well, how are you smudging? And Mm -hmm. intent is supposed to be there. But, of course, they're walking around their house with everything shut up. Well, yeah. that's not going to do nothing. I'm like, yeah. so you have a door or a window open, correct? Mm-hmm. Pardon me? I said, you start at the, yeah, you start at one spot, you open the window, you open the door. And I said, if there's something you're taking out of, you walk clockwise. You start at the open door or window, and you walk clockwise through your home with that mm-hmm. intention you move the energy through and mm-hmm. you end up back at that open window or door and you have taken whatever energy or whatever ook is in the house, negativity, whatever, and you're pushing it back out the window yes. or the door. I yeah. said, you, you, but you have to use that intention and you don't do it with the whole house and set the smoke. Because one of them told me, oh, yeah, I set off the smoke alarms. Okay, well, how did you do that if the door or window was open? <laughs> I know. But it's little things like that, little tweaks that make it a better thing. I mean, you know, if you're protecting your doors and windows as well, remove that protection, give them a cleanse whilst you're doing your smudging, get rid of all the ook, as you say, <laughs> and then put your protection back in place. You yeah. know what I mean? Do that process as well. Things people aren't thinking of whilst they're going through these processes. And that's fine. It's, it's great because it allows conversations to open up like we're having today. It allows people who know what they're doing to actually show that they know what they're doing more. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And it's not just your doors and windows on the outside. Cupboard doors and windows need to be open too. Yep. 
Yep. Energy closet held. Yep. Yeah, all Somebody sorts of things. Somebody said the closet, and I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. You go through the closet, and as you're walking through, make sure you smudge your closets. And they're like, well, why? I go, well, if you push an energy through, and you push it, and it escapes into the closet, and you pass it, it's hiding in the closet. That ain't going to do any good. You need to run it through all of that, you know? Yeah, and don't forget the stuff you're picking up on a daily basis, like with your coat. How often do you wash a coat? Yep. You don't, you know, okay, once every couple of months or whatever it is, if it gets dirty, but generally it's something you put on every day. That's holding energy as well, you know, you know that's that's part of your energy aura. And if you're pushing out, and you know, if you want to get rid of it, everything bad and, and refresh everything, those things need to be done too, you know, and they're in closets. So you, this, is, this is the whole process. And you don't yeah. want something icky hanging in a closet. You open the closet, it comes back in your room. You know what I mean? If you just have to, and people don't know these things. They go, "Oh, I like my smudge fan. It's great. I can move my smoke around. It's beautiful." <laughs> yeah. Is it doing the job you want it to do? No. Okay. Well, so let's look at the process. It's even like smudging. You know, I, I'll tell people. You know, they'll say, "Oh, well, I'm allergic to smudge." Okay, make a tea out of it and put it in a mist bottle. You know, yeah. uh, and yeah. spray it. And then I'd, I'd say the same thing about their code or, you know, you go into work and you're bringing all that negativity home with you and it's all mm. on you. Get in the shower when you get home if you've yeah. had a really crappy ass day. Get in the shower and, and rinse all that stuff with a, with a, not a hot shower, not a cold shower, just with a tepid shower and get it off of you. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's all kinds of ways and. Um, I just love it, and I love you too. And oh my God, I can't believe an hour has already gone by us like crazy. Oh my God, that went quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, you and I, we always click when we talk. It's so easy talking with you, and I love you. And I'm gonna have you back after the holidays. We're gonna have you come back and tell us a little bit. Maybe we'll talk tarot. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll talk tarot. tarot. You can give mm-hmm. me an education in tarot. And <laughs> all you who are listening, make sure uh, you tune in to Miss Carrie over and her whole gang over there at Parasearch Radio. Um, you can tell them I, they're on YouTube, um, they're on Facebook, and they're on Spreaker. And, you know, uh, click uh, follow, love, <laughs> show them some love. And, <laughs> Garrett, uh, they have some great shows over there, and uh, um, Miss Carrie also has her Spirit and Soul Island crystals uh, over on Facebook. Just type in Spirit and Soul Island, and you will find her there, and by all means, send her a message, because she is an awesome tarot reader and um she is over in the uk but for tarot reading you can hook up with her either on facebook uh or uh skype and uh, i'm sure she'd love to do a reading for you and like i said she's so spot on it 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 gives me the shivers so I, yeah i've read for you there haven't i so you, you, you you're speaking from experience <laughs> Gave me, she gave me the shiver. She's very accurate, very loving, very kind, and uh, she knows what she's doing. So that that always helps in in this day of an age of people out there that don't know what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, love to everybody for listening, and uh, many blessings to you all, and many blessings to you, Miss Carrie, this holiday season. Yeah. Uh, uh, many blessings you, to you too. Thank you. Well, you know, you did what. Um, you know, you were talking about your year, and I'm just going to end this up really quick this way. And you brought into mind again, and they're telling me to talk about it just for a second. And it, a lot of people have been experiencing what you and I have felt where, like you said, you know, you weren't really working with the crystals a whole lot this year because there were other issues coming up and certain things needed to be switched up. The year of I am. So this was the year, 2018 was the year of taking care of everything that we needed to take care of to be able to do whatever it was that we need to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So that fits, you know, with what you were talking about. So the year of I am, we still got uh, a little bit more than a month to take care of that. So be mindful of that for everybody and uh, be prepared because next year is 
all your years. And Miss Carrie, you're going to have a great one. So thank you again for stopping. You're, oh, no, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Do you have anything you want to share before we leave? I just want people to take care of the, uh, you know, it is a year of I am. But in the next couple of weeks, the holiday season kicks in. A lot of pressure is on people um, financially and emotionally. Take care of yourself. Look at what you're spending. Be mindful. Don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself. And just have a great time. Just remember what it's about, not about consumerism. That's what I would like to say. Yeah, because enough is enough. You know, if if yeah. this is what you can spend, that's what you can spend. Don't try to spend more. Material isn't what it's about. And if anything, spend time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, pick up the phone and call somebody maybe you haven't talked to in a year. Yeah. Spend time with an elder, you know. Reconnect. Reconnect yeah. with people more than buy them a gift they're going to just yep. shove in a drawer. You can't afford it. They're not that bothered, but they will be bothered to spend time with you and reconnect with you. And that's a really, really important thing this year, I feel, with everybody is struggled uh, financially. I think that's a given, really. But really, be mindful spending. Don't put pressure on yourself. And if, it, if you think it's a gift that's going to end up in a drawer, don't buy it. Yeah, it, it, the gift that matters is time, spending time, making time for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is... There's no measure to put on that. I mean, no. that's worth everything. I told my kids, I just sent them a text yesterday. I said, please don't spend money. You you guys, you know, they just bought a, purchased a house this year. And I said, please don't spend extra money. I said, I don't need anything. I don't want anything other than to spend time with you guys, mm-hmm. you know, valuable time. So, you know, Carrie, that's a great, great, Thing for thought today and uh, I hope everybody kind of listens to that and takes that to heart so with that said uh, bear from my cave to yours uh, and Carrie's as well bear and Carrie Greenaway out today alright guys later thank you for listening in today on Spiritually Paranormal as brought to you by the Wolf and the Bear Network many blessings of the day to you all Music has been brought to you by Chris Faree and is available over at chrisfaree.com and iTunes.